Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy the boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate. That's me, Law. Captain Patrick, Bill the Engineer, actually in the studio today as well. I am always in the studio. You folks aren't always here. We're not here when you're here. Is that what you're saying? I think that's what's happening. Okay. You say so. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what that means, but I think we should just uh, meander on. Uh, so we got Barry the Boater connected via the web, and if that weren't enough, and definitely it is not. Not even close. No, we have Thank uh, you. we have um, uh, Rusty, Captain Rusty from Jacksonville what? Marine. Yes, I'm here. Who would thought, right? Hey, not not me. I, I thought. Oh, what are the odds? Actually, Captain I, Rusty, fresh off the Chris Craft, what dealers meeting, right? Yeah, yeah. I just had a dealers meeting in Sarasota. Great time. I love I love that town. I don't know that, but yeah. it was a good good event. It's been so busy this year, but. Um, I apologize for not being able to be on the show more, but no, no, I saw that's all right. Going down, I, I thought the ratings going down. I thought I better call in. Yeah, well, I appreciate <laughs> that. It's so true. Yeah, you know, I, I've done what I could to uh, keep Patrick to, to bring him up a notch or two, but uh, you know, without you, Rusty, it's been really, really difficult. Well, I, I try, but it's it's been such a phenomenal year, just boating in general and boat sales and learning stuff and going places. I'm, I mean, it's really been a great year for boating no doubt and, and i saw the pictures on facebook you were really hopnobbing at big time out there on the west coast i, I had Florida. on a tux did you see i had on a tux no i didn't bother to look at any pictures of you just oh, hold, of on, the hold on hold on oh, oh th- he was not the only one in the picture that's why i looked <laughs> that's true <laughs> rusty was in that picture <laughs> yeah that's a little creepy isn't it i don't know stalkerish maybe yeah Okay. I'm not well, looking pictures of of, of Captain uh, Captain Rusty. That's not that's not a thing I'm gonna do. You're you're looking at his, what Key Ray his dog or something? Key Ray was not in any of the pictures either that I saw. Nope. Okay. Which uh, maybe I need to see these pictures. I'm starting to, the way you're kind of emphasizing the creepiness of it. Kinda, I don't nothing creepy about it. I don't Greg. think it's creepy it's at all. Creepy. Well, yeah. then what are the pictures of? It, Crystal was beside him. She absolutely Okay, beautiful. so why didn't you say it? You're looking at me like, uh, you know, I thought he was like uh, hanging out with some kind of bimbos or something, like in bikinis. But it, was like, it was like, you know, looking at those pictures, it was like, why is Crystal standing next to Hugh Hefner? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, they That's had a good true. time. I, actually, I did yeah. see some of those pictures. It was nice. You guys had a, a very nice uh, outing there with the folks from Chriscraft, right? And we won an award. What for? What best looking couple? Yeah, (laughs) that's right. Most likely to succeed, funniest. But no, really, we actually won an award in um, excellence in marketing. Really nice. Okay, because of your appearances on the world of boating, uh, you know, every now and then. I think so. I I think so. I think they were trying to throw, you know, saying the radio things are phenomenal. Let's give Rusty an award. Yeah, they came up to him. They said, man, those those segments you do on the world of bloating are amazing. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I I think the other thing, and not not to downplay the award, but they also – 
the week before we had decided to buy everybody in the factory pizza. And so there's like 300 employees and mm. we bought them all pizza. And so maybe that influenced the judges. I'm Hold not on. sure, but you, you bought everybody at the Chris craft factory, 300. It's, it's not that big of a 300 people. It's 300 people. It's 300 people. Yeah. That's a lot of pizza. That's, that's, that's well, like a it. third of the size of where I work. That's well, true. Well, so there's no fact, chance fact, in hell you're ever getting free pizza. In, in fact, Rusty, Rusty and Daniel were down where where I was, and uh-huh. I, I took them through uh, the facility, and I, I asked Daniel, I said, you know, so you know, how how does our you know uh, factory here compare to to Chris Craft? He goes, yeah, pretty much that one building <laughs> is that, all of true. Chris Craft. Yeah, but 300 yeah. people, that's 300 pa- people. That's a lot of that, pizza. It, that comes out to 75 pizzas. Thank you, Barry the Boater and part-time accountant. <laughs> Wait a second, hold on. Rusty, yeah. how many pizzas did you get? Because according to Barry, you should have gotten 75 pizzas. How many did you yeah. get? Three and just that's- cut them really thin slices? Barry, <laughs> <laughs> I get the pepperoni. I, you know, I don't know exactly how many pizzas. I just told Domino's and they asked for my credit card. And I think it was, it wasn't a lot. It was like $800 or something, which is really nothing compared to, you know, what these people have done for us over the past yeah, $10 year. $10 a pizza. How yeah. much? Oh, yeah. 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 Am I right? Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Barry, what, what Hey, what you? was the tip? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I was talking to the production manager at the, Chris Craft thing, at the Chris Craft thing, and he goes, did, uh, did they add a tip in there? And, and the guy said no, and because I just gave him the card number, and he goes, so I went ahead and added a tip onto your card. So I have no idea what the tip was. Uh, I don't know. That's not so bad. Because I, I, I was envisioning that whole pizza episode from The Office, yeah. where they got the pizza kid uh, held hostage in the uh, conference room waiting for his tip. Okay. Well, but you, you know this, this. You know, Rusty. Congratulations. I'm sure that award is going to look great next to the. Uh, Dinner plate, uh, otherwise known as the Flagler Award. Oh, the Flagler Award! Yeah, oh. I, they should go together there. Yeah, so. they should, but they won't. Um, <laughs> but they, it really speaks well to what a great job you've done in branding Jacksonville Marine um, since you acquired that facility. Well, thank you. It, it's, I mean, it just—it doesn't seem like it's anything we have to really work at. It just kind of happens. But I think it's. It's been so much fun that it doesn't. It's not. It's not like it's a a job. It's just something that we get to do every day. Hmm. Very I much. Hate you. I, I like hate you. The <laughs> world of boating. Yeah. Well, yeah. But it's good. Did you see uh, some new boats while you're over there? I would imagine they were showcasing the whole line and uh, spruising you, know, you a they, little bit, weren't they? They were. They had the one they're really proud of, and and honestly, and Captain Patrick will probably can understand why they have this new 28 gt which is you know i get it's a big deal when i saw it in miami it was okay i wasn't overly impressed with it so they changed the top on it put a hard top on it you could get it in a stern drive or an outboard and i rode the outboard and i i didn't like it i didn't like the way it rode it just seemed like it was too the the bow was up too high too much weight in the back now the stern drive was great it rode exactly like a chris crafter drive but i I just wasn't impressed it, with that. Was it check. because they they took the the existing hull for an IO and just modified it for the outboard, or did they create two different uh, hulls? No, it's same hull. Exactly. That's why. You got a lot of storage space. Yeah, yeah. but it doesn't it doesn't work like that, does it? Hmm. Um, well, you know, the, I know another manufacturer that that has done that with 
their I.O. offerings to offer outboards, but they'll go and they'll retool the hull so they'll wind up with two different molds um, to use so they compensate the running surface for the engine being further aft. And I think what you're what you're looking at, of course, is weight distribution um, where probably the running surface needed to be extended a little bit more, even just on the... Uh, really on the chine, give another uh, eight, nine inches, and then sweep right. in towards the, uh, towards the transom. Now, could they do the Hold same on. thing with trim tabs? I, I want to have a legitimate boating conversation with the two of you. You can't say things like add eight or nine inches. You just can't say things like that. And who wants molds anyway? to go. Who wants mold on their boats? One mold's bad enough. Two molds, one of them's surely going to be that black mold and it'll make you ill. My joke was better. Okay. Uh, but I had a question, a legitimate boating question before I was uh, steered up onto the rocks there. <laughs> uh, did they talk at all about the implication uh, when you were at Chris Craft? Did they talk at all about the implication of the uh, the tariff policy? Which they the, did. Yeah. They did. And this was interesting And because uh, Daniel brought it up after they said it. They're actually offering a dealer – a tariff relief program. So for any of our foreign dealers, they're actually reducing their their cost on the boat. They get like a, a percentage off to help do the tariff mm. relief. So, it, it, you yeah. know, yeah, you can't, you're trying to think, well, could I actually buy my boat and have it shipped back here and it can end up cheaper? <laughs> you know, how can I make this work for me? But, you know, I, it's nice that they are looking at the, at the tariff relief. And I, I hadn't really thought about what that's doing to the foreign dealers, but I think, you know, where Patrick works, you know, Chris Craft and a lot of other countries are really having to deal with this now because it's becoming something very real well, in the boating industry. Yeah, and, you know, with, with Chris Craft, where their production is, what, about 300 boats a year? Yep. You know, we're, we're dealing with probably about 4,500 boats a year, and a, such a large market overseas, um, because it's one of the one of arguably the best exports from the United States are recreational boats. Um, and it, 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 the impact is there. Um, well, it, and here's the other question I have. There's, there's an impact on both sides of this tariff, right? Because some of the things which go into the boat are being, are, are having tariffs applied to it as well. We'll talk more about this real legitimate boat conversation as we continue here on The World of Boating. For eight or nine inches. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight training professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. 
a state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons flight training professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department, led by his ex-girlfriend, and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast we walk up to this huge yacht nick's standing there all sexy it is ahoy ahoy <laughs> check this place out I've been on a boat bigger than this. We go boating a lot in Florida. I'm a boater. I'm experienced. And I look great on the yacht. Hey, boy, where the boat's at? Look at what you did. You made my heart go like a motor. And I'd like to take you out. Maybe give me a shout sometime. You're going to humble. You're going to humble my down the hatch. Okay, so I'm a little older. Maybe that just means that I can be a little bolder. So I think that you and I should give things This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate. That is me, along with Captain Patrick, Bill, the engineer, Barry, the boater, and, uh, yeah, Captain Rusty, as well, from Jacksonville Marine, going to at least join us for another segment as he basks in the glow of his new award for Jacksonville Marine. As he should. You should. You're, you really should uh, take full advantage and, and uh, you know, soak up the limelight as, you know, you never get the opportunity to do normally. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rusty, I want to follow up on the conversation we're having about Chris Craft and what they had to say uh, about the effects of these tariffs. So, really right. what's happening in this particular case is that a U.S. company is taking the hit on a tariff. So, the people that are losing money, not the federal government, because the federal government is going to get more income from this tariff, not the foreign uh, reseller of the product, the company that's being punished here is an American company selling overseas. Yes. At least for now. Till they figure out if they can get this stuff uh, what, fixed. What, reimbursed? 
No, fixed. <laughs> you know, hopefully this is a short-term thing. That's what he's, it, he's working on. So we'll It see wasn't what broke. <laughs> yeah, let's break it. Let's break it and see if we can really make it broken. Well, we'll see. Hey, Time will tell. You, uh, We're going to know mean, we'll six see. months he, from now. What, what this indicates, this indicates that simple solutions rarely work in international anything, and especially in commerce, because we don't always think about how interrelated the U.S. commercial industry is outside of this country because we think of us making stuff, us buying stuff, us selling stuff, and we don't think of where we sell it. And these these boating companies like Chris Craft, like uh, even the place where you work, Patrick, mm. uh, these places count on being able to expand the market internationally so they can sell more of their product. Exactly. This is so true. But, but you know, the hope is, I'm sure they're hoping this too, is that this is a short-term thing that hopefully they'll resolve quick, and then maybe in the long term, maybe it'll benefit everybody in the long term. That's what so is the, the best-case scenario. The, now, it may not fix, happen that way. We've got to wait and see. The fix is to go back the way it was before it was fixed. No, the fix is to get even better situations in the long run for everyone. So they could be able to send more boats overseas. If okay. I'm sure there's a simple solution. <laughs> And someone simple-minded will think of it. Well, um, I mean, that's neither here nor there. But the question I have, uh, when they talked about it, did they talk about uh, the long-term implications for the company? I mean, is that the sort of thing which happens at this sort of meeting that you go to, Rusty, or they just tell you what they're doing? No, they they just talked about the temporary, and they called it a temporary tariff relief program that they're offering to their foreign dealers. Um, You know, they, they always talk about their growth and their projections and where they expect to be and, you know, the economy in general and how it's doing. And that, that's one of the things they did say is that the consumer index is still doing great as far as boat buying. Mm-hmm. Now, everything else can be looking bad, but boat sales are still improving. So right. that's kind of the point they went. And then also, just on a side note, the guy from Winnebago was there, you know, the CEO, because they bought Chris Craft, and then he got to talk some. So it was it was really good meeting. But that's that's kind of what they said about the tariffs. As far as it was, they called it a temporary tariff relief program. Now, what did what did the Winnebago guy have to say? Because what they've said publicly is nothing's going to change. That's what they said. They said it, they're, they're planning on it running as a subsidi- uh, like a subsidiary of those but they're not involved they're putting money into it but they're not involved in the day-to-day operations whatsoever so uh he was a really actually he was a really nice guy and kind of think where i never could see the fit between winnebago and chris craft you know two different things and as somebody said on facebook so is chris craft going to make ugly boats or is winnebago going to make pretty motorhomes it's kind of you know mm. it's kind of what most people would would think would be but I think just Winnebago has has been a brand that struggled to kind of come back over the years. They had a really small market share, and they brought this guy in. And Winnebago is somebody that's that's having trouble, I think, with their brand management. And that's something that these guys at Chris Craft does very well is bring back iconic brands and help make them what they were supposed to be. So I think probably that's what Winnebago is trying to do. Yeah, I say buy a Chris Craft, uh, get a Winnebago free. Comment. <laughs> yes, I want comment. you one. They're, they're both they're both recreational companies, and you could tie those two together. Have a Winnebago towing a Chris Craft. Yeah. Oh yeah, because nothing better than getting two miles to the gallon. <laughs> and negative. Well, where would it go from there? Yeah. Hmm. 
One. Uh, actually, what you need to do is you need to make a Winnebago that can poop out a Chris Craft. Oh, you yeah, know, you it do just that. goes inside. Just pull it up inside. Well, they already drop got that those. The back. They already got those motor coaches that will turn into a boat. Yeah, they I mean, there's that video out yeah, there. So maybe they're going to do that. No, okay. they're not. They, that doesn't seem that's like a the stupid thing they idea. Do. All right. Well, then go back to my idea. Buy one, get one. It works for the grocery store. Why not? So I have another question for what's going on up there on Doctor's Lake in Jacksonville Marine. Uh, how is uh, how are the rental boats doing this summer? They're doing extremely well. I was just watching. Uh, there's a storm blowing up. There's, we got all the rental boats out, and I'm getting special weather alerts, which happens here in Florida. But the, all the boats are rented rented today. They they done extremely well. Even yesterday it was raining, and somebody came in and rented a boat. So hmm. going, you couldn't ask for any better than that. So oh, you want you want to rent a boat and go on a three hour tour? Oh, sure, we'll we'll take care of you. Yeah, but you just need to outfit those boats with a uh, get-home mode GPS. So at the first sign of foul weather, you hit a button, and they all just start returning to your marina. That's what we need. That's what it looks like will be very helpful at the moment. What, what it is, looks a little rough out there. What is the, the direction you give to the folks when they leave with your rental boats about what happens if the weather comes up? In, 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 so we say if it's going to be something, if we see it coming up, we will try to contact them by their cell phone and let them know um, to get under a bridge or either come back here, if all possible, uh, and type the boat until the weather passes. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, but we tell them, watch your phone, watch the sky, you know, and try to be smart about whatever whatever's don't, going on. Don't sink our boat. We paid too much yeah, for I, it. Exactly. Well, we don't care about you, well. but our boat they, is, has they, some value. They the, yes, they Barry. Have credit, they have the credit card, so... That's right. That's all they need. Barry, acts, Barry makes a very good point. The fact of the matter is, what Rusty really thinks in the back of his head, sinking those boats, that's my job. <laughs> good point. Very good. All right. Well, Rusty, we'll let you... have just anybody doing that. We'll let you get Leave back to, to the... the uh, professionals. The weather there uh, in Jacksonville. Take care of those boats. I appreciate it. I'll talk to you guys soon. All right. There you go. Uh... Our buddy Rusty from Jacksonville Marine. We got more coming up on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Bill, the engineer, and Barry, the boater. Rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. There is a lot of boating news and information. I would love to start getting to one of the stories. Well, don't do that because we have some viewer mail. Don't do that. No. We got to give a little shout out to Todd Chambers who uh, sent us some music to uh, play on the World of Boating. It is uh, Thrash Pirate Metal by uh, Ailstorm. Ale, like uh, ale. You want an ale to drink? Ale storm. Uh, I haven't heard it enough to decide if we can play it on the uh, on the show, but I'm going to look into it. We appreciate the suggestion, you know, because thrash metal obviously is Captain Patrick's favorite genre of music. That and Jimmy Buffett. That is uh, factually inaccurate. Um, but just, just so we're 100% on the same page. So I offered on the world of boating to, to rush into one of the dozen news stories that the crack news team has gotten for us yeah. one and two right and you decided instead 
that it was more important that we that we talk about an email that we got from a listener who you call viewers for no apparent reason uh, and and about well, we music which you haven't listened to. So you decided instead of a well, segment I just wanted with to information in it that, his that you would have a segment with received with. So you did radio for a single person yes, and provided information to no one. one. Whereas what I wanted to do was to provide information to the world to make them wiser of boating. Now, if we were on a show called World of Greg Answers Emails from Todd, then I would totally understand your editorial that, decision. That does but have a ring to it. The world of boating, I thought people would want to know about this massive iceberg that is threatening a village in Greenland. Okay. Well, we could talk about that, or we could talk about the fact that we're on Facebook Live right now, and they're looking at me. So Uh, now they are viewer. There you go. See? Notice how I said that in the singular. See, Barry wants to back me up, right, Barry? The boater? Uh, Not not quite. Okay, then I'm turning your mic off. Yep. Turn his mic off right there. We're going to take a quick break. The images, if you go to the World of Boating on Facebook about this this iceberg in Greenland, are fascinating. Make sure you check that out. Thanks to Juan and Two for all the work they do here we'll on the World of next. Boating. Yeah, promise. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. It was either this or pirate thrash metal. I'm sailing away. It was the best I could do last minute, Bill. Sorry. Shining open cars for the virgin sea. Is that enough or you want more? It's more than enough. Okay. We are back. Way more than enough. Just wanted to... You know, that's why we need new music from, you know, uh, suggestions like Todd, you know. Do you know what I think we all need? (laughs) You you Um, need an opening when you're going to give breaking boating news. An opening, really? Would you like to... Well, just do one real quick, uh, Barry the Boater. Do you got an idea? Beep, 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 beep. This is breaking boating news from Captain Patrick and Bill the Engineer. Well, it's really from one and two. It's from the crack news staff that we have here. We we employ these folks. I don't know if they're legal or not. No, they're not. Um, and they're on crack. They're not a crack news team. Well, you know what? You, you do what you can. Yeah. It's not like the pay's that good. All Eight right. years, still not funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just uh, just stating fact. That's all I'm doing. So is it, Patrick. Uh, so this story is from the Newswire Canada, and it is about... Your brain on a boat. There's a new research, uh, which was sponsored just completely coincidentally by the National Marine Manufacturers Association of Canada, uh, that estimated that there are 12.4 million Canadians that enjoy the vast landscape of lakes, rivers, and oceans each year. And there's good reason for it. The research shows that people experience emotional, behavior, and psychological benefits from being near, in, on or underwater while right. participating in activities. Such so as there, is there a commercial that says, this is your brain on boats? 
Well, and then they show like uh, this is this is your Canadian brain on boats because if you ah, go, if you so go it's sou- eggs and Canadian bacon. If, if you go if you go south of the border, it completely changes. <laughs> Possibly, Americans uh, are psychopaths when it comes to boats. <laughs> huh? So you're saying when they get on boats, Americans, uh, their brains are less developed than the Canadians? They lose all common sense, is what I'm saying. Huh. Okay. So Dr. Wallace Nichols has authored more than 200 scientific papers, technical reports, book chapters, and popular publications, consulted for environmental and government organizations, and has been dubbed the Keeper of the Sea by Gentleman's Quarterly Magazine. But uh, his most... Wait, wait, hold on. He has been dubbed the gentle what keeper of the sea, this by doctor. Gentleman's Quarterly. Why yes. sounds like a weekly world news report? Yeah, I, where, how did he get that title? Because he writes and publishes articles. He's, he's authored two hundred scientific papers, technical reports, book chapters, and popular publications. He's been consulted for environmental and government organizations hmm. as it re, as it relates to the water. Okay, and so. as a result, he's been dubbed. The Keeper of the Sea. The Keeper of the Sea. Okay. By Gentleman's Quarterly. All right. If you say, Ed, that's, Greg that's is, pretty Greg, astonishing. He, he is crestfallen. Look at him. Well, he no. Goes, that's, you, uh, that's you were the Keeper of the Sea. He thought he was the Keeper of the Sea. you were the Keeper of the Sea? Is that what happened? Well, it sounds like a, you know, like a superhero or something, you know? I don't See, know, he like, wanted It doesn't Aquaman. say he talks to the damn fish. Well, you would think so. If you're Keeper of the Sea, you have, what's your superpower? He's the Talking to sea monkeys. Okay. There you go. Keeping sea monkeys. Keeping sea monkeys alive. Yeah. So that could be my new uh, If thing. you could do that thing. Well, <laughs> I kept them alive for a few months. I, I, well, I agree. I, I, you know, whether you're in Canada or anywhere, I think you so would what, have more enjoyment uh, what of doctor, life. What Dr. Uh, Nichols talks about is the red mind, which is a state of mind described as uh, edgy, uh, characteristic, uh, characterized by stress, anxiety, and fear. And then the blue mind, which is a mildly meditative state, characterized by calm, peacefulness, unity, and a sense of general happiness. Hold on, hold on. Associated with what the you war. just said was the uh, you know the the theme from Year Without a Santa Claus: Heat Miser and Snow Miser. A Heat Miser is red, has a fiery temper, te- temper, and, and uh, Snow Miser is a little bit more laid back and more yeah, stylish. And and, and, and surprisingly, um, Republicans are red states. And uh, that's completely different. Boating resets our brain, mm. according to Dr. Nichols. With Canadians taking less vacation, more than ever, people need to restore their minds. Being on the water offers relaxation, restoration, and happiness, along with the added benefits of exercise, socializing, and connecting with nature. Having Having wait, wait, boated wait. up in Canada um, quite often uh, doing yacht deliveries, um, incredibly, um, incredibly nice people, uh, more so than what I've encountered um, on American waterways. But I think as you get closer and closer that way, you get nicer people. Minnesota is peopled by nice people. Well, they get 10,000 lakes. I mean, and you got to yeah. get that right. You got no I, th- I think if you go up to Mackinac, Mackinac Island there, that's those are nice no, folks. Wait, They're practically on. Canadian. So basically, border. Patrick just said that he felt Canadian boaters were nicer than American boaters. Yeah, is that, and re- actually, I think he said that from the very, very beginning. Yes, I did. Really, he yeah. said that we were psycho about boats yes. and that Canadians were not. Well, yeah. I think he said that at the beginning. Yeah. I think you were talking we, about we are how not blue when we're boating. When we're, if, okay, if you so never, if you never sat around. 
No, if you never sat around a boat ramp and watched people yell at each other. Well, that's just pure entertainment. Yeah, but see, that doesn't happen up in Canada. They are they are so polite. They'll they'll help each other. You know, uh, they'll they'll get out of their vehicles, or get out of their boats, help do- hold dock lines, back people's, uh, and people aren't launching their their trucks and their vehicles into the water either because they don't get all whacked out of shape because they feel that all this as this article points out this this uh, red 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 mind blue mind red mind. Where you get this uh, weird stress going, and you think like everybody's watching you and stuff, and you got to move quicker trying to get your boat in, on, or off the trailer, and you make stupid, stupid mistakes, and nobody wants to get out of their air conditioned vehicle and go help you. Um, and if they did, it probably looked like that uh, little clip that I played you from Family Guy a couple weeks ago, uh, which I don't remember. Of course not. Um, you can't remember what he said five minutes ago, so right, I don't exactly, know why but, we would think you would remember what he said a couple of weeks ago. That would be nonsense. Canadians are uh, incredibly helpful to each other, and they really enjoy their time on the water. See, I don't think that's accurate, though. What if you go down to the south of the United States? They're very friendly with their boating stuff there. I mean, if you're just that's saying Louisiana. where Americans are more tense than Canadians, and that makes them a little bit that more high-strung... Yes. than Canadians. Now, I guess. keeping in mind... But that's a real of, generalization, to, isn't to it? To be fair... A bit to much? Be, to be fair, uh, on this show right now, we have one person who regularly boats with other Americans and down your, to the south, and, and a person who regularly delivers boats for, for decades, delivered boats in the United States and Canada. And around the world, thank you very much. Okay. So, what, one of us has worldwide perspective on both American boaters and boaters around the world. One of us has perspective on boaters in the southern part of the United States, the the greater Miami area. Uh, and one of us, who is not talking right this second, has none of those experiences. Who? So let's hear why Greg is right. Well, because I am. Let's, I mean, what else is there so to Barry, say? Do you think that, um, that Americans don't, enjoy boating as much as they should i know you probably do though right they enjoy boating when they're out there but it's getting there it's dealing with the kids it's dealing with the people that are honking their horns behind you trying as you're trying to launch your boat or you're trying to uh put it back on the on the um on the trailer you know it's all the craziness that goes on people don't have any patience they, they leave the patients somewhere else. They don't take it with them when they go boating down here. Well, that's true, but he's down in South Florida where it's a little bit more. But if you go. Well, there's out, a few boats. <laughs> no, where there's a few boats, but yeah, but I'm saying like if you go to someplace in the South like, you know, uh, Tennessee or. or, okay, or just, so we're clear, just so we're clear, you're discounting his southernness because he's too far south. Correct. Because I'm that just is checking not. checking on that. You know, what you think. I mean, Key West, uh, it's probably pretty laid back. Key it's West. probably pretty laid back yeah, in there, Key West. Let, 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 and that's what I'm saying. It's more of a social city type well, of thing than it is, you know, uh, whether Americans let me say are this, more high strung because, because I deal with this on the phone voters. as well. And I had a customer, um, an American, who screamed at me for 45 minutes on the phone because we don't use LED bulbs in our navigation lights, and he didn't appreciate my explanation of that's what's provided by the vendor. Yeah. He didn't, and seriously, 45 <laughs> minutes 
Why are you working with a vendor that's trying to kill our planet? Screaming at me about this. (laughs) Meanwhile, I've got customers up in Canada that I talk to. They got half a boat. They got half a boat. They have serious (laughs) issues, and they are just... Oh, okay. Well, I understand completely. And okay, so I need to do this. Well, that that certainly makes sense. And thank you so much for your time. And uh, thank you for taking time to talk to me. Goodbye. And it's it's two different views that I've had to deal with, Greg. Hmm. They sound like that is really a little, awesome people. That's a little anecdotal, but I'm still on Patrick's side on this. Okay. All right. I like Americans. That's just me. I like America. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me, or anything that followed. Chased by a police department, led by his ex-girlfriend, and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spiderwebbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. You have successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Dude, you were right, Carmen. Your Uncle Roy has a sweet boat. Yeah, and I know what they say. Money can't buy everything. Well, maybe so. But it can buy me a boat. This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate. Captain Patrick, Bill the engineer, and Barry the boater. All right, so uh, I'm the American amongst us. And uh, I just, you know, I, I, what I want to say... Here, Bill, just so we're clear, 
is that I don't believe that there's really any difference between American boaters and Canadian boaters. We're all boaters. We're all the same. And, and bringing up this divisive thing like, oh, the people in uh, Canada are better boaters. It's like, who cares? Okay, I, I, or, or they're nicer is, boaters. I, hold I just on, don't, hold on. I don't buy that. I, I disagree Check. with the. Uh, rep- I disagree what is with. I disagree with your representation of anything that was said because no one said they were better boaters. Well, he said they were uh, more calm boaters or nicer boaters, right? And I, I just don't. I don't. I don't see that. Okay, well that's good. I think it just Since depends. you have absolutely no experience in it, and the people that do have experience agree with that philosophy, it is good that you have weighed in with your completely unbased. Argument. Well, that, you're just basing like it on the guy else, who's the rapture like, of the seas, or what? What is he again? The representative, the guy who listens to the words the people say. That's what we call him. The person who listens to the words the people no, say. No, the Wait scientist. a second. That's well, the who, thing you're not. Right. The person who listens to the words that people say. Let's forget about this nonsense. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Canadians are. We can all get Considered along. to be a more polite group of people than the Americans Hogwash. as a group of people. Uh, However, see, I, that's what I don't defi- agree with. I don't agree with that. That's have, what you I'm have, saying. have you ever walked down a street in New York City? I've been to Canada. Yes, I have. Hey, Bill, what do you think of this little noose that I'm making? <laughs> <laughs> so there's a ton of actual boating news information. If you have not seen any of the videos that were everywhere in the last week about these uh, these mail boat jumpers oh, on Geneva Lake. That is crazy mail stuff. Boat. What do you mean? Uh, so in Lake Geneva, yeah. they deliver the mail, but the way they deliver oh, the right. mail is they have a boat. And it's like a tourist boat. Mm-hmm. So they, they take a tour, and these girls, and they're all girls, Katie Thies, Connor Handel, Ronan, uh, maybe there's a couple of guys I think there's in there. Some guys. Con- Connor maybe a guy, Ronan maybe a guy, Molly McKinney, Sean Brady, Lauren Kirkwood, and Paige Aspinall. What they are is they they jump off the boat right as they get to the pier. They run to the mailbox, they deliver the mail, and they run back and jump back onto the boat before the boat leaves. And the boat doesn't stop and the boat is moving right i mean it's it, hauling if mm-hmm. for, for i mean for something that's supposed to be maybe more an idle speed he's pushing some water and i my quote when i saw that is how does osha not have a problem how how indeed do they because, because there's no manatee zone but no that's what? dumb that's dumb <laughs> No, the question is, because if you watch these people who are practicing to see if they could get onto the team, a couple of them took some spills. Spills on the dock and missed the boat. When you missed the boat, guess what's right at the back end of the boat? The motor! And one of them bounced Mm. off the boat and ended up in the water. caught between the, I mean, you could get caught between the boat and the dock. Yeah. And they are jumping off a very narrow gunnel. Yes. It, It is... Ridiculous is what it is, mm. but it's neat to watch. Check it out at the, the World of Boating on Facebook. Uh, also, the story which we talked about from Newswire.ca: uh, a there was a lava bomb that hit a tourist boat in Hawaii because they were probably too close to where the lava flow. Well, is. Obviously, <laughs> uh, I, I probably shouldn't have been there, but the damage that it did is impressive. You can check that out at the World of Boating. Uh, there's a converted boat that was made into a car. You know, we've seen the. The vehicles that are made into boats, this is the other way around. It's a boat converted into a roadworthy vehicle. 
Uh, and you can catch that. Why? <laughs> yeah, that's a UPI story. You can catch that. Uh, and this story, uh, and this story is, actually, you know what, there's one other thing, uh, but there's a story about this uh, granite monument that bore the French coat of arms that was found off of the coast of Cape Canaveral, uh, you know, in the waters, which are our front yard, and uh, the ship carrying it was sunk during a hurricane, and it was a French ship, and the U.S. District Court in Orlando has uh, come to a conclusion that it can be lifted up out of the water, but it belongs to France. Oh, Because it is from the French colony of Fort Caroline. Fort Caroline. It's ours. Your boat sunk. I I actually agree with Patrick on this. There's no way that the people of France today represent the House of Valois uh, and Henry II, who was the king at the time. Henry II, by the way, uh, through the... uh, through the auspices of his uh, mother, uh, Margaret de' Medici, uh, actually conducted the Red Wedding. You're familiar with the Red Wedding from Game of Thrones, Greg? Because I know I can make pop culture references and you'll understand them, but nah, history eludes you. But I do. Um, but, I haven't watched it enough to know, but I, so I kind of you, you, you have a wedding where you combine two rival houses and then at the wedding you kill the other house? Right. They did that in real life in 1572. That actually happened with Catholics and Huguenots. Actually happened during the reign of King Henry II. Screw him. Yeah. And his French horses. I'll tell you what, that's a wedding I'd go to, though. I will. Are they polite boaters? Are they polite boaters in France? No. Oh, not the French. No. No. And, Greg, one last story, which I know you're going to enjoy. In Bolivia, they're going to construct an underwater museum. At Lake Titicaca. All those stories. Wow. This is what I should have led with. You would have been happy all yes. show. Yeah. I can imagine the look statues. Look at that smile. Oh, look at that. Oh, yeah. Ear to ear. Uh, all people will enjoy this. American, Canadians, French, you name it. They'll equally enjoy such Come on, an one exhibit. one more time. Lake Titicaca. Yeah, okay, yeah, just stop there you it. Go. And on that note, just in the nick of time, we'll end it. Remember, whether it's sail or motor, life, life, is, life better is better as, as a, a boater. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at (gasps) worldofboating.com. Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.